Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast unspooling time in a magical world. Today is June 17th, equal to Gemini 28th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. Spotify playlists are now available for you to listen to episodes in chronological order. Go to Spotify and type in Archives of Fabella into your search to begin listening all the way back to the dawn of creation today. The year 108 AD is remembered for being the year Appius Aeneas. Terribonius, Gallus, and Marcus Appius Bradua become Roman consuls. Meanwhile, in the magical world of Fabella, a gnome demonstrated exactly why she is considered a saint. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Gemini 28th, 4108, FY, Fabella year, equal to June 17th, 108 AD, Earth year. There have been a few times where I talked about my Hogwarts, which is a school of magical education called St. Terra's Academy of Magic and Science. We know from previous episodes that Terra is responsible for classifying magic. She is an extremely important character in the history of Fabella, just for that. But she is also one of the most famous lesbian characters in history. While we aren't talking about how she started the school quite yet, this is the story of how she became recognized as a saint. The Western War between the non-magic Sadrus and Wargloks is in its sixth year. And, in the rolling fields of the continent of Sacria, the Battle of Sepakan Fields is raging. The conflict is one of the bloodiest the troops have experienced so far. Over 3,000 troops are injured during the morning's fighting alone, charged with patching up the wounded men and getting them back onto the battlefield. On the warlock side is a harpy wizard named Elijah Asher. Harpies were preferred volunteers for battlefield medics because they could observe the battle from above and swoop down to scoop up wounded soldiers. This isn't Elijah's first battle. He's seen tremendous suffering during the war and it's not getting any better. Elijah carries wounded soldiers out of harm's way where he tends to them using a mix of health potions, bandages, and other primitive medical supplies. Elijah doesn't know it yet, but he's one of the first army doctors in Fabella. These doctors have to be able to operate in any condition, in any place, regardless of the fact 
that they could be killed mid-operation. As the battle rages on, Elijah faces a terrible problem. The injured troops are piling up faster than he can treat them. The number of soldiers getting wounded by the minute is astronomical. Efforts have been too focused on arming the troops that supplies for treating the injured have been largely overlooked, and that's made Elijah's makeshift medical station dangerously low on supplies. With thousands of soldiers still waiting for treatment, Elijah resorts to desperate measures. He gets his men to stock up on corn leaves and uses them as bandages. But the corn leaves are no substitute for the real thing, and to make matters worse, he soon starts to run out of not just bandages, but potions as well. This is a huge problem. Without these critical materials, he has no way to treat the wounded, and the battle will surely be lost. He's out of supplies, and he's running out of hope. What Elijah doesn't realize is that months earlier, an unlikely heroine embarked on an epic quest to help him. Gnome Terra, daughter of Hogan, is one of the last disciples of Aphrodite. She's a strong, tough gnome with a spitfire attitude afflicted with a rare condition where she cannot control her magic. Random spells discharge out of her whenever she gets stressed or loses control of her emotions. When war breaks out, Terra is horrified by scenes of wounded soldiers limping back into the capital. She starts visiting soldiers on the battlefield and soon realizes that both armies lack the most basic supplies such as bandages, potions, and even socks to protect their feet from gangrene and other diseases. Terra gathers together her vast network of contacts, including the Alliance of Sentinels, persuading them to donate much-needed supplies. The response gradually builds from a trickle to a flood. Within months, she amasses a huge supply of bandages, medical equipment, food, and clothing. And just as Elijah's situation is at its most dire, Terra personally delivers everything directly to the front lines. Terra brings wagons full of supplies that were badly needed. Bandages, socks, wine, drugs, potions, lanterns, the list goes on and on. Terra and Elijah use the new supplies to tend to the wounded soldiers and save countless lives. Her sudden appearance at the battlefield out of nowhere earns Terra the respect and admiration of soldiers. Terra does not swear allegiance to either side, though, because she has also delivered supplies to the Sadrus. High-ranking officials are after her. Elijah holds back a troop of soldiers who come to kill Terra, buying time for her to escape. She goes on to found the first magic school, where her students advance their understanding of the medical field along with the magical arts. St. Terra's Academy of Magical Arts and Sciences opens its doors in 4115FY. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created 
produced and hosted by Dylan Foley, with music by Garrett Ferris and Audioblocks. Books are available on Amazon, in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.